Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, folks. Hello, everybody. People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. Rolling. I'm rolling. We're, we're gonna get started. Welcome to another special quarantine edition of the Inner Loop Radio. My name is Dan Knowlton. These short episodes are here to provide you with inspiration and comfort during a challenging time. Maybe writing doesn't feel important to you right now, and you feel that it's just too hard to concentrate on anything creative. Or maybe you're busier than ever juggling childcare, work, and just plain survival. We're here to help, or at least give you a break. I'm not gonna lie though, if you're anything like me, inspiration has been in short supply these days. There's plenty going on in the world that has inspired me to action, but writing fiction, at least for me, requires stillness. Not necessarily stillness of body, but stillness of mind. You know, I've actually heard that one symptom of cabin fever is feeling easily distracted and losing focus. So I've been trying to find moments, places, anything really to help cultivate stillness. And now that I'm at home, all the time, I've found a good spot where I can go to quiet my mind. And today I thought I could take you with me. It's early in the morning now as I'm heading outside, still a little cool before the heat and the humidity are going to roll in. The grass is covered in dew that I'm kicking up on my legs and I am just heading here for the trail in the woods. Alright, it's a little muddy today on the trail, but not too bad. And the birds are out. And just a little farther down here is the spot. There's a wide stream here that runs right through the trail. And there's just something about the sound of water. It helps me find that stillness I'm looking for. So we're just going to pause here and we're going to listen for a minute.
Now that we've got a little stillness, let's turn to the writing. I'm going to introduce a favorite writing exercise of mine that helps you get into the voice of a narrator or a particular character. So this is especially good for first-person narration, and the idea is to pick a simple object or scene and describe it in your character's voice. And through that description, you're giving a bit of scenery, but more importantly, you're revealing something about your character or narrator by how this voice sees and thinks about the object at hand. Sometimes it helps to describe the same scene or object from multiple characters, as you can really dig into how one person might describe a thing in contrast to someone else. For my object, I'm keeping it simple and I've picked a tree right outside my window here and I'm going to describe it as two different narrators. First, someone who has been handling quarantine life just fine and is still enjoying life as is and second, well, someone who is maybe like the rest of us. Okay, so here is narrator number one. The tree's leaves have brightened to a vibrant green it seems to have drunk its fill from last night's rainstorm and is somehow fuller, taller than before. I have to crane my neck to see the height of it. Every day you can spot something new. There are the paths up its right trunk that seem to give good handholds for the squirrels. There are the branches that give good purchase and just enough bend to spring launch to the tree's neighbor. The bark on its left trunk is patched and bare in places, perhaps picked up by animals? Would a deer do that? The tree in the morning is different than at noon, different than in the evening. At the right time of day, when the sun hits at an angle, the sheen on the leaves creates a thousand tiny mirrors of light that blink in the breeze. I have to squint to keep looking. Even when the weather is less kind, the tree endures. Last night, the wind and the rain were so strong that it ripped a branch right from the tree's midsection. A dry snap called out in response to the thunder, and the tree dropped the limb like letting go of weighted ballast. But today, the tree seems untroubled, unbothered, and without pain. It gives and bends in the wind, finding strength in that flexibility. And now, for a little comic relief... Here is narrator number two. Well, there's that damn tree again. Just look at it, standing tall out there like nothing's wrong. Are you enjoying yourself out there? Really just soaking up the summer, aren't you? Just living life, waving your limbs in the breeze to all your little tree friends, breathing in the air like it's safe. It must be nice. You get to enjoy all four seasons like you always do. No missed milestones for you this year. In fact, it's probably a better year for you. The birds are noisier than ever, and I bet you just love that. You've got all that extra company. Even the air, it's probably cleaner. You can take big, full gulps of it and not even be afraid. There's even two other trees bunched up next to you, not keeping their distance at all, sticking their branches into your branches, blowing together in the breeze. I really don't understand why people think trees are wise. Is that just because it's old? Trees aren't wise or stupid. They aren't strong or weak. They're just trees. But this one, this tree right here, is nothing but annoying. I saw that last night. 
when you dropped a limb in the rainstorm like it was nothing? No complaints? I know what you're trying to tell me, that I shouldn't be complaining either. Well, it's too late for that. And stop littering your dead parts all over my lawn, huh? And there you have it. Writing exercises like that can be good for getting unstuck in a piece or sometimes just for trying out something fun. I think we've all had to adjust our habits in different ways this year. Uh, maybe your writing habit is alive and well, or maybe it has fallen by the wayside, but it has almost definitely changed. I used to have a long commute on the Mark train in and out of DC almost every day for work. And while no one likes to commute, I always had a window seat on the train and I brought my laptop and my headphones and that would be my writing time. I was trying to train my mind to get into a writing habit in that seat and in that time of day. Uh, but now that I'm working from home, I'm thrilled to not have a commute. I get so much time back. But I have to develop a different writing habit now. And the desk where I might normally write at home is where I sit for work eight hours a day. And most days I just can't bring myself to sit there any longer, for any reason. So it helps to have a change of scenery. Even if you're cooped up in a studio apartment right now, maybe you can designate a specific chair for your workday and a specific spot in the opposite corner for your writing. It might not be much of a change, and maybe that sounds a little silly to try, but I think it truly helps. I've started trying to write in a nook by our bookcases, and I think my brain is starting to get it, that that is the chair for writing time. I know I have been struggling lately to get much down on the page, and to that point, I'll leave you with one last bit of advice. If you aren't getting anything written these days, but you'd like to be writing, it's okay to seek help. Writing is usually a solitary endeavor, but a community of writers can be hugely important. Try getting a reading circle going with a few friends. Make a pact with other writers to write something new every month. Lately, I haven't been getting anywhere on my own, but I've signed up for a year-long workshop, mostly because I think I need the deadlines and I need the accountability. So maybe something like that can help you as well. And that's our show. So please join us every Friday for more writing tips, inspiration, and writing prompts. And to find out more about us, you can head to theinnerlooplit.org. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button next to our name. I'm Dan Knowlton for the Inner Loop Radio. Right on.